Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. All right, welcome back to the show, Money Grows on Trees podcast. My name's Lloyd Ross. This episode is all about leverage. Leverage, okay? It's the number one word to learn, to master, and to think about when it comes to wealth, okay? Leverage. Not money, leverage, okay? So I think too many people focus on money when it comes to building wealth but what they ought to be focusing on is leverage it's such an important word and such an important concept and i would say it's an it's actually a a law a universal law it's a a universal power leverage is incredible it's so important as i said that we actually have a a sign on the back of our door in our room that we actually got from an event um once and I stuck it up there and it says leverage. And every day I see it, I'm like, leverage, how can I create more leverage? Okay, now people think that leverage is all about financial leverage where you're borrowing money. And that's not what I'm talking about. There is leverage in that, but you're using capital leverage in that scenario. So that's a, a version of leverage. And you're also using someone else's capital. <laughs> so it's not the best. It's not all, it's a good, good leverage, can be good leverage, but it's not always the best and the be all and end all. There are different types of leverage, okay? But where leverage is important now, leverage was discovered by um, the great scientist Archimedes. Okay, he was a Greek scientist, sadly killed, but it, he actually discovered leverage, and he said this. He said, "Give me a bar long enough, and I will move the world." What he means is, when you use leverage to move items, you can actually move a lot more weight with less effort if you have a lever. Okay, so that's an actual scientific discovery from him. And all of mathematics is, well, a lot of mathematics is based on on Archimedes. Very, very famous guy. So anyway, he, he discovers leverage. And if we apply that principle of not of moving objects necessarily, but of actually basically achieving more outcome with less input is what that means. So when you're creating wealth, what that means if, as you apply that principle to wealth is creating more money with less effort, less time, and less money, basically, okay? So basically, it's, it, it's, it's creating more output with less input, and who doesn't want to do that? And that's how you scale your wealth. You, you don't, you basically, you scale your wealth through developing leverage. That's it, right? And if you look at most people, they have no leverage in their life anywhere. And that's why they have no time. That's why they have no money. That's why they have no success, right, in their body. They're just not applying leverage anywhere. So if you understand this and you grasp this concept, you can be wealthy. So let me talk to you about the three types of leverage and how to generate them, okay? And I'll explain from a personal standpoint how we've done that and how we're doing that. So the first type of leverage is called people leverage, and people leverage has been around for eons, for century, for millennia, because the great ancient Egyptians engaged people leverage to build the pyramids, the great pyramids. They didn't. The pharaohs and the kings didn't build them single-handedly. 
You think they could do that? No. They empowered leverage. They pulled a lever, had more more output with less, with less less of their own input. So there's only so many hours in the day that one king can apply to moving bricks. He's like, hmm, I need leverage. So he's like, I need people to help me. So actually in those days, it was slavery. He's like, hey, 10,000 people, do that or you're dead, right? So there was like, didn't need any permission back then to utilize people as leverage, okay? Now, I'm not saying use them as leverage. There's a way to do it now that's, that's, that's actually a win-win. But people leverage is the most is the first one, and it's very powerful, because all of a sudden, if it's you plus ten thousand others, you've got ten thousand times productivity. Okay, that's why big businesses have a lot of people doing doing little bits. So the idea of people leverage is to do uh, have a lot of people doing a little bit. You know the old saying, "Many hands make light work." That's people leverage. Okay, so since the uh, abolishment of slavery, thankfully, we don't have permissionless leverage anymore you have to ask permission to get people leverage so you ask permission by actually having them say yeah i'd like to work with you and then you paying them equitably for their work now there are ways where you can develop people leverage without you paying them okay so but also with them getting rewarded which is awesome and so when you've got a, a few people doing a little bit you've got some you've got amplified productivity okay so if you have you you've you've only got right for most people, that well, most people, the, the maximum they can do productivity-wise is have 16 hours in the day working. That's it. Elon Musk works 16 hours a day. He's a freak. But that's as much as you can work without dying because you need to sleep, right? It's just the way the body is. So 16 hours a day, six days a week probably if you're working Saturdays, right? Means you've only got that many hours in the week to actually work. Now, if you've got an hourly rate and you're in a job, and your hourly rate is $30 an hour, the most you can earn per day is $30 an hour times 16 hours, okay? So the most you can make is $480 a day. That's it. That's you working 16 hours a day too. So the only other way for you to earn more is to either increase your hours, which you can't do because it's capped at 16 a day, but the only thing you can do then is to actually increase your hourly rate. And that's why people go to university. That's why people go and skill up. That's why they go and do courses and stuff. They're trying to get a raise in their job so they get a higher hourly rate. Now, you might get to $1,000 an hour, which is amazing. Okay, $1,000 an hour is cool, right? Um, I think barristers get paid that, right? The more specialized you become, the more money you make per hour, specialized surgeons and so on. But even if you got paid 1000 bucks an hour, your income is still capped. Your wealth is still capped at 16 hours a day. So the most money you can make is 16000 a day, right? Now, I know... You'd love to, I mean, who wouldn't love to make 16000 a day? But what I'm explaining to you is that's the cap of your wealth. Money, your money is capped at your hours, even if it's a thousand bucks an hour. So for the week, you might take home five, six, thirty, you might take 80 grand a week. Okay, now that's an amazing income. Not many people in the world do that. But hey, how do you scale your wealth beyond that? Or what if you don't have a thousand dollars an hour? What if you are only making 20 or 30 or 40 dollars an hour? And you can't go anywhere else. You can't get the specialized knowledge. And you don't want to work 16 hours a day. You want to work 12 or 10 or 8, right? Let's bring it down a peg. How do you do that? You do it with leverage, okay? So most people just rent out their time and have no leverage. And that's what a job gives you. So going back to the three types of leverage, people leverage is the first stage of amplifying your productivity. Because here's an example. If we look at that working example, you've got 16 hours a day, $30 an hour, all of a sudden, if you've got five people working with you, you amplify your hours. You've also, you've automatically got uh, 
what is it? Five to 80 hours a day, all at $30 an hour. That's what you can produce. 80 hours a day of productivity. It's, in, it's insane, right? So if you can do that, plus increase your skill set so you can increase your hourly rate, you're gonna start making money with people. That's why collaborating and getting people leverage is important. So how do you do that? Well, one, one thing we did was start a network marketing business on the side because network marketing is where you're utilizing the power of other people where they're working with you, not for you, to generate uh, distribution of a certain product or service. And they get paid after they are productive. So you don't have to pay them a wage. It's, 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 it's performance-based income only. So that way you can have you can develop people leverage where it's a win-win for you and them and the company and the customer and you can generate massive amounts of people leverage with the teamwork. Okay, that's why network marketing is such a powerful business model. That's why Robert Kiyosaki talks about it. That's why Jack Canfield talks about it. That's why um, T. Harvecker talks about it. That's why Tony Robbins talks about it. They understand the concept of leverage. That's why it's a powerful business model. So for example, if you have a really powerful network marketing team and there's say 100 of you and you're each doing one hour a day, that's 100 hours a day of productivity and you're all getting paid on some of that. So that's where you can scale your wealth without having to scale your time and that's where you can have a four-hour work week eventually. Okay, So that's just one example of people leverage but even if you had a virtual assistant and you paid your virtual assistant whatever per month, it's, I mean, there's some, obviously some really good deals out there where... They don't, they don't charge a lot. But if you have one virtual assistant, all of a sudden, there's you and them. So you're doubling your productivity. So there's not only just 16 hours in the day, there's like twice as much. There's 32 hours in the day. Do you see how people leverage is really important? And I think that um, if you're at home and you have like children or you have you know an ability to teach someone something to help you achieve a task, like if you had however many children and then you could just teach them to make the bed it would save you the time of you having to do it so like there's leverage everywhere you just have to look there's people leverage everywhere too you just have to look people will do a lot of things without you haven't even pay so just be aware that people leverage is the first step to actually amplifying your time outsourcing tasks that are below your hourly rate and starting to become wealthy that's that's the first step the second type of leverage is capital leverage. This is the type of, le- capital is just a fancy word for money. This is the type of leverage where your money makes money. Why it is such a great type of leverage is because it doesn't call in sick like people. It doesn't die like people. It doesn't have an expiry date. People, are, we, we die, we, we have an expiry date. We get sick, we have emotions, we don't wanna do stuff, we have to be engaged, we don't like that job after three years, we move there, we do, it's a nightmare, right? People make things so complicated. So capital leverage is different. When you've got capital and you put it to work by buying assets, those assets pay you more money. So the ass, your money is invested in assets, the assets create more money and growth, and they create money for you while you sleep. They don't call in sick, they don't, they work 24 seven. That's why capital leverage is amazing. And that's what happens when you start investing. You're creating leverage with capital. And the idea is what's cool about capital is you can scale your money without scaling your problems, which is amazing. When you're scaling with people, you do scale your problems because of the interactions and conversations, relationships and so on. But when you're scaling with capital, you generally don't scale your problems unless you're borrowing the capital of someone else and you're investing that, and all of a sudden you've got an obligation to pay them interest, 
then the wheels can come off it if you've borrowed too much. So capital leverage is great as long as you don't borrow too much of it and you buy the wrong things, okay? Now, capital is a is a difficult one in the sense that it's it's not permissionless, like you have to ask permission to borrow money, unless it's your own, in which case you've got to go and credit and save it, which is fine too, that's what I do, but um, it's usually not permissionless. The third type of leverage, the final type of leverage to develop, to develop wealth, is um, what's called, I would I call it systems leverage. And systems leverage is where you've got media, content, software, or code that's repeating a task for you that doesn't cost you any extra to do the task or sell the thing, right? It's a repeatable, it's either a repeatable sales process or repeatable technology that allows you to achieve time saving or money creation without it costing any more money. And that's where software is effective, right? Or some sort of system, okay? So when you've got that going on, you actually have systems leverage. So a great example would be a book. Let's say you write a book and you have it on Amazon and it, people are going to Amazon, it doesn't cost you any money to host it beyond the existing um, upload cost, you know, having a membership account. But after that, people are starting to buy your book every single day. Like, oh my God, I'm not doing any work. They're coming in, they're buying a book of something I did ages ago, work I did ages ago, all of a sudden getting money. So that's creating leverage in content, in media. Okay, now this type of leverage hasn't been around as long. It, it was actually invented, this type of leverage was invented in 1436, I want to say, when the printing press was created. Because all of a sudden they go, oh my God, we don't have to sit down and write every single page of this book with a quill and a quill and ink. We can just do this and click this and it just prints for us. So it saves all that time. So they created lev time leverage, or they saved time with systems leverage. Does that make sense? So how you can do that now is those who go and create videos on YouTube, they're creating systems leverage. They create one video, all the video views go up, subscribers go up and YouTube pays them. Instagram, creating leverage. They pay you now for content. Um, courses and books, okay? Repeatable sales processes through a system. Um, code, I mean, I'm not a coder, but if you create a bit of, bit of code, you can charge a lot of money for that. Software the same, okay? Software as a system, SaaS is an incredible business uh, or sector in business. You look at Microsoft, you look at Netflix, you look at Apple, you look at Google, Google's code, right? Look, it's just code. It's repeatable and it creates a ton of advertising revenue for Google, billions of dollars. So this is all what I'm talking about when I'm talking about systems leverage, okay? So in your own personal life, one of the systems that creates a lot of leverage for us, um, oh, I mean, look, we have lots of different things going on that creates leverage, but for example, you, if you um, had like Google Calendar, it helps you as a system to create more time because you're structured. If you had, um, a re if you wrote a book, it gives you a repeatable income. If you have a course, like I have courses and books, and it repeats because it's content that I created a while back, right? There's a there's leverage in Zoom because the in a Zoom as a software, yes, it costs you a little bit of money, but you don't have to then take time to go meet people face to face. So that saves you more money than what you're paying for the Zoom software, right? It's even free the the free version. So do you see that the systems can create massive amounts of time savings and money for you, so quite often without you paying for it, okay? Um, if you, you know, I mean, there's just so many versions of that, that leverage, but people aren't identifying it. They're not, they're not aware of it. They're not looking for it because they don't understand where leverage is, where they need to focus and not money. Because if you're chasing money all the time, 
I bet my bottom dollar you have no leverage. I see it all the time in people's businesses. They go, oh, I'm just like, oh, I'm dying. I'm like, well, number one, you have no people leverage because you're doing it all yourself. Number two, you have no systems leverage because you don't understand leverage at all. You're not identifying that. And the third thing is you're not saving any of your money and profits and you're not creating capital leverage, which means you'll be in this business till you die. Same as people's jobs, right? That's the only thing they do is get their job and they get paid and they spend it all. They've got no leverage. They have no people leverage, no capital leverage, and no systems leverage. It's crazy. I think I've, if I was in a job now, I would go to a lot of my stuff I had to do. I would go to Upwork or AskSunday.com and I would get someone else to do it for me after hours. <laughs> and I would bring it back, check the work. There it is. There's so much leverage available on the internet with things like Fiverr and and Canva and, oh my God, the list goes on. So people aren't looking for it. Like, it's everywhere. So here's my lesson, Okay. If you if you want wealth, then stop worrying about where do I make money or how do I make money or where do I find money or, or say whatever it might be. But ha- the question to ask yourself is, how am I creating leverage this week? Right? People leverage, capital leverage, systems leverage. In what parts of your life? Because when you have all three, like we happen to have three, right? We have uh, network marketing business, massive people leverage, and also other parts of people leverage throughout our businesses. Okay. The second part is we have a share portfolio where we've built up over time using our own capital. So we haven't had to ask permission for it and we've put it to work where that gives us growth and income. That's capital leverage. And we also have systems leverage. Okay. So even look, even this podcast is a perfect example of systems leverage. I'm making this content that will last forever. And it's generating, giving value for free. It's not costing you any money. But it's uh, it's allowing me to get my message out to more people without it costing me anything. Right? If you're jumping into Spotify, listening to this, not costing you anything, not costing me anything, this is costing our time, right? But we're, we're, we're sharing content here. And I'm hoping this content creates value for you. And one day that value may come back to me. It may not. Or you may be able to create value from it. But I don't have to keep doing it again and again. This is one episode will stay forever. This is a great example of leverage, right? So here's where I'm going to ask for your help with leverage, okay? If I'm going to get this message of helping people with money out to the crowds and out to more people, I'm going to ask you, can you help me with some leverage? So here's where people leverage comes into it. I'm hopefully giving you some value in this podcast. So now my request is my people out there, my subscribers, my listeners who I love and respect and and thank for listening and making this podcast successful, Um, We've had 10,000 downloads now. We've got hundreds and hundreds. We're aiming for 1,000 subscribers. We're almost there. Would you be able to help me? Would you share this to your Instagram? Would you share this to your Facebook? Would you share the link to Spotify with your friend? Can you tell them about the podcast? This is people leverage in action, right? And then using systems leverage to get the message out to more people without it costing any of us any more. That would be amazing. So if you could do that, that would be swell. Uh, Appreciate it. I don't know where I got that word swell from. Just made it up. So uh, thank you so much for listening into this longer episode, but I think it's super, super critical. It's my favorite topic uh, about wealth leverage. Um, so uh, give us a review and leave us a written review if you can, five stars. That'd be amazing. Thank you very much. Share it to your stories. Tag me in it. And of course, share this episode with someone that needs to hear it and go back and listen to all the other episodes. And of course, we have so many more amazing, valuable episodes coming with more interviews coming this year. So thank you so much for making this podcast a success. Money Grows on Trees. See you on the next episode. 
Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss. 